Zimper. Lift up your voice, everybody. And put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you're trusting in His Word. Hearken to the voice of God to thee. Is there anything too hard for Him? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon His Word. Oh, everything, oh, everything, yes, everything is possible with God. Lift up your voice. Oh, nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. When you trust in His Word Harking to the voice of God to thee Is there anything too hard for Him? Then put your trust in God alone And rest upon His Word For everything, oh everything Yes, everything is possible service help me welcome our pastor my pastor your pastor our shepherd the bishop of the kodesh bishop me shall we pray father we thank you for this morning pray that you would touch our lives by your word. Thank you that when we gather, you are always with us according to your word. Holy Spirit, have your way. Speak your word to us. Cause your word to bless us and cause us to be transformed by your word. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. In Jesus' name, let all say amen. You may please be seated. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in church? Well, this morning or afternoon or morning and afternoon, because I'll start in the morning, I'll end in the afternoon. We are talking about attempt greater works. Amen. Amen. Attempt greater works. Now, whatever you've been doing, doing more of it is greater works. It's also possible that you're not doing anything. So when you begin to do something, it is, is that one great or greater? <laughs> Hallelujah. But I believe that God wants us to do great and greater works this year. You know, Bishop has been talking a lot about prayer. Amen. We were so blessed in our prayer camp when he visited us and he shared with us Colossians 4 2 that we should continue in prayer. Amen. You know, this testimony. 
that was shared, I think it's very powerful. Amen. <laughs> the way Reverend Ben is laughing. <laughs> it's a very, very powerful testimony. It looks like it combines a couple of things. It combines quiet time, combines it with greater works, combines it with dreams and visions, which is even this morning's quiet time. Amen. How many of you did your quiet time this morning? I have some guys from Legon. Where's Roland? Roland, come and share your quiet time. Where is Nathaniel? Where is Nathaniel? Nathaniel, come. Bring microphone to Roland. Are you ready or are not ready? Are you ready? Good. So give the microphone to Roland. Because I gave him knowledge yesterday that he'll be sharing quite time. So it's not like, I don't think it's a surprise. Yes, in one minute. Is that good afternoon? Praise the Lord. Give him volume. You have been in church since what? Since J Church, eh? Since J Church. He said, I don't know him. I met him yesterday. And he said, Good afternoon. <laughs> say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. No, say it, but say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> okay, Roland. One minute. Share us with just what you learned. My quiet time was from Job chapter 3, verse 25. Job. Hey, go on. Speak into the micro. Don't take it down. Just continue to speak into For it. For the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me. Mm -hmm. And that which I was afraid of is come unto me. Yes. And so from this, I learned that we are not to fear anything. But then if you fear, that's when it comes upon you. And it says in First Timothy chapter, and Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7, For God has not given us the spirit of fear. So God has not given us spirit of fear. So if you fear, that means fear is, is a bad spirit. So you are not supposed to fear. So I learned from this that when you fear, so if I start fearing my exams, my eyes and stuff, and it <laughs> comes to me, I won't pass. So I'm supposed to, I'm not supposed to fear and do away with fear. Wow. Oh, clap better for. If you stand up, stand, you should receive a sunny ovation for. <laughs> you know, immediately he has applied it to something that is very relevant to him. And that is his exams. Do you see? Eh? You shouldn't be afraid. Because when you're afraid of your exam, even when you're learning, learning will not go. Because fear will be there to bounce the learning away. But if you, you have the confidence that comes from the Lord, you are confident that, look, this too shall pass. Amen. Hallelujah. Clap for Roland once again. When was the last, when was the, apart from today, when was the last time you had your quiet time? Hmm? Most of the times, I don't really spend time, I just rest, relax, so I don't sit, I sit to meditate. You don't learn anything, you just, I just read it. You just read it. But can't you see that as you did it, you have learned something. From today, you'll be passing your exam just like that. Amen. Thank you, you may go. Nathaniel. Speak into the microphone. 
So please, my quiet time was on Proverbs, Proverbs 18, 1 to 8. And it spoke about um, um, a fervent request, a woman, a parable of a woman who had a fervent request for a legal protection. Yes, yes, please. Hey, sorry, Luke. I'm sorry. Luke 18. Luke 18. Yes. <laughs> relax, relax. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so what I learned from this was... Um, the, Speak, preach to them, preach to them. The woman, the woman wanted legal protection from uh, a lawyer, um, a judge, and... Um, when at, at the first request, the judge wasn't so responsive. Um, she kept going and going and going, and he, at the end of the day, he gave it to her. So what I learned from this was that even um, an unbeliever, a judge, someone who is not so spiritual, was able to give a request. He's not spiritual at all. That is your God. <laughs> <laughs> was able to give a request that was fervent so you shouldn't give up on prayer anything you need god is listening he's always hearing and and it's it's working it's working in my life and it's working so <laughs> so is there something you've been praying about yes please. what is it the secret you want to share with us uh, okay i've been praying for my parents you're praying for your parents yes, wow yes yeah so relationship so it's coming to work yes please. Wow. Clap for Nathaniel. <laughs> should I come to you? <laughs> I said, should I come to you? Some of you are swallowing or yes. You know, it's through um, Lady Pastor Pokwes. Is it your quiet time? Hmm? Now read that your memory verse that you applied. When you read something, allow the Holy Spirit to, you know, cause it to manifest. Are you with me? Eh? You should what? You should manifest. You should see the, the day. The day of it. Whether you read something, you keep it in the darkness. Eh? The daylight of it should come forth. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Nathaniel talked about prayer from Luke 18. Persistent prayer. And prophet has been talking a lot about prayer. You know. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Mark chapter 16 verse 17 and 18. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak in new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and they shall drink deadly things. It shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Amen. Amen. You know, then why did you call them? Is it because you also had a dream? No, please. I, I, I called them because after praying, they were the first people that came to. Came to mind. Yes, please. You know, she was doing as occasions serve her. Are you with me? So when you have your quiet time, you spend a good time with the Lord, uh, things will begin to occur to you. Amen? I say what? Well, things will begin to occur to you. 
You should always match those, those things with the word of God also. So that you have your quiet time then. You are thinking of something that you have always planned to propose to. Then you say, it's the Lord. <laughs> it could be the Lord. I don't know. <laughs> you know, but they were the first people that, you know, um, came to her mind. And it's interesting. I was very, very, also very pleased that a marriage counselor, okay, people that she's counseling, and then she's praying for them. Are you with me? Yeah. Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Do you see? So even marriage, it's not a, it's not a, it's not just a physical thing. Yeah? 70% is spiritual. Hallelujah. Yeah. And that is why it's important to apply the word of God to our marriages. For you to know your instructions that God has given to you as a husband. And to know what God is saying to you as a wife. It's very important. Eh? You see, we learn and we, we, we sing songs. Eh, read your Bible, pray every day and things like that. But then we don't read our Bible and pray every day. If you want to grow, it means that you don't want to grow. But everybody wants to grow. Eh? In the physical, you want to grow and leave your parents' house to go and be on your own. Eh? Because they don't like, want you to, the, the milk, no. They give one teaspoon each onto the porridge. And you've been looking forward to growing and pouring a whole tin of milk into your cocoa. <laughs> In your house, they give you one meat. Eh? One small meat. Or when they kill chicken, always they give you the legs. <laughs> or the neck. Or the wings. The head. So people to eat the head. Right. One day I went to visit one of our pastors. Very, very powerful pastor, rich man. I think he wasn't there. No, the wife has traveled. Yes. And so I was having dinner with him. And I put something in my mouth. Hey! No, no, it was chicken head. Yeah, I don't know how she prepared it. I mean, she didn't take, it was very bitter. I reported the house help to the lady pastor who was a madam. She had traveled going to London. So when I came to your house, the granola soup was nice, but then the chicken head, there was a head in the granola. There was head in it. So lady, when you are learning to cook, learn to cook well. I mean, I've not seen, that was the first time I saw head in soup, chicken head in soup. Normally, those ones are given to the dogs. Amen. <laughs> so this year, I'm saying that whatever you've been doing, God is calling upon you to do more. And what you've not been doing, God is calling upon you to begin to do. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. John chapter 14 and verse 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me. Again, you see the scripture that Pukia read. Again, he that believeth. So believing is a very, very important thing. You know, just after first service, we went for an akazo or outreach witnessing. And I was amazed. I saw a lot of um, FCBPI guys, doctors on the road witnessing, talking to people. Amen? These are things that we don't usually do. Are you with me? So the things that we don't do, 
God is calling upon us to begin to do this year. Hallelujah. Now, one of the things that you are going to do this year and do a lot is prayer. Amen. A lot of the things that we share, or a lot of things that we want church members to do, eh? God himself will minister those things to you if you are a prayerful person. Or when the thing is said to you, immediately the Holy Spirit just takes over and he works with you on it. It will not be said twice. Are you with me? But many things that are said, there is a certain barrier in our spirit against the things of God because we don't pray. We don't spend time with God. So I want to say to all of us that this year, if there is nothing at all that I want to advise you to do, is to be a prayerful person. This morning, prophet was ministering, and he said, prayer is an opportunity. Amen? It's a prayer opportunity, not a prayer meeting, a prayer opportunity. Prayer is talking to God. Now, if you are blessed, and after service, Lady Pastor Shelley comes to call you, that mommy wants to see you. It's an opportunity. It's a what? It's a great opportunity. Are you with me? That you have been identified and you have been called to come to mommy's office. It's a great opportunity. What is she going to do with you? She's going to talk to you. Talk. Having a dialogue with you. Amen. I said amen. Now, with God... He doesn't have to send L.P. Shelley or send anyone. His arms are always open. His office is always open. Amen? There are no protocols to go through. Are you understanding? Lily Pastor Vivian sent me a message somebody sent to her insulting her. Really insulted her. <laughs> I tell you, Using words, protocol, and things. Hey, God, the person was trying to reach me. I think the person's a bit, you know, off. Hey, he sorted it. So when I began to read, I began, began to shake. But when I read the end, I saw who it was as old. Just ignore it. Just ignore it because, you know, I've heard about, you know, it's, it's somebody who has gone off a bit. And, do you understand? But I'm saying with God, there's no officially, there's no Vivian, there's no protocol. Eh? All you need to do is that you have a clean heart. Or even the, if you don't have a clean heart, can you come and you ask him to clean your heart? That's all you need. Amen. So if you are considering that human beings, important human beings, eh? when they call you, it's a privilege then you have to know that God has called you. He said, come and let us reason together. Amen? Amen. God wants to reason with you. You see, I, went, I visited Legon, and I was telling the young people that, look, put that scripture that we read, Proverbs chapter nine, um, 2. Remember, what is that version? That talks about wisdom and then sense. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 1. TLB. Proverbs 2, 1. I was just sharing with them Every young man who listens to me and obeys my instructions will be given 
wisdom, and good sense. <laughs> young man, are you listening? It says, every young man who listens to me and obeys my instructions will be given wisdom and what? Good sense. There are a lot of people who don't have sense. How much more good sense? And how do you know somebody hasn't got sense? By the decisions they take. By the things that they do. Now, when I met this young man, I was going one by one. What cause do you do? What cause do you do? And I said, you see, as you are here, I realize they all don't pray. They don't have their quiet time. I don't want to mention them. They have come to church. They don't have their quiet time. They don't listen to messages. I said, me, by the grace of God, I try to pray. I try to listen to messages. But as we are sitting here, you need more wisdom and good sense than me. Because there are a lot of things that I've done already which you are now coming to do. You need wisdom and good sense to choose a wife. Eh? Especially now. You need wisdom and good sense to know the course that you are doing. You see? They are in first year already, so they are doing the course. So even when I go to the course, this course you are doing, what, what, are you, what, what do you want to do? What will you become? You realize that you, they've gone to university, they have been giving courses, so they are doing it. It happened to me too. I was giving biochemistry to do. You know? But as I was praying, and God gave me wisdom and good sense, by the time I was in the final year, because of the prayers, God has led me to what I wanted to do. Honestly. And one day, God took me to IPS. IPSA. It used to be IPS. That's what it used to be called. UPSA. And when I went, I was told I have a friend. He was my friend in sixth form. He was there studying. And I went to visit him. Now, whilst I was in his room, then I saw a magazine. At that time, I've been praying. And I purposed in my heart that biochemistry is not what I want to do. But I was in the final year. <laughs> yes. Then I saw a magazine. I took the magazine. I began to, I saw at the back, management accountant. So I was looking. Then at the last page, I saw a school. Emmy Wolf College of Accountancy. Then I took another one. Each one I took, the school is there. I said, this school must be a very important school. But when I saw the magazine, the Holy Spirit minister to me, this is what I want you to do. I was in the final year university. But I've been praying for God's will. Because I was looking for wisdom and good sense. So though I was doing something, I was still praying. Amen. So I told this young man that, look, you need more wisdom and good sense than me. I've married already. I've given birth to two children. I don't want any more. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> By the grace of God, I've built my house in an area I want to live. So there are so many things that I don't need wisdom to decide. Because they are already in the past. But you need wisdom. Hallelujah. You need wisdom. How will that wisdom come? And that, I share that scripture with them. Hallelujah. Your quiet time. Amen. That if you listen to my instructions, listen to my words, say you receive what? Wisdom and good sense. Amen. I said amen. And see, all of you here, I told you to be doing a quiet time. Last week, did I say to you? So have you been doing it? Should I call you? Eh? Prepare, I'm coming. Why are you looking somewhere else? You see, you are frightened. <laughs> Next week, you will not be frightened because this week you'll be doing a quiet time. Abby? Wonderful. What's your name? Eh? 
James, yes. <laughs> hallelujah. Amen. I said, hallelujah. Amen. So a lot of the things that we say we should do in church, you know, I would wish that the greater works that I will tell you about, which of course is also what we would want, is for you, for instance, to become a Basenta leader, to become a fellowship leader. You start a fellowship somewhere. It's a great thing. Amen. Those of us who have, you know, God has blessed us with some resources to, to, to sponsor a bus. Maybe you take a Kokrobite. Eh? Kokrobite bus. How much is it? One bus. 300 cities per week. Eh? So you say, look, every week I'll sponsor Kokrobite bus. Amen? 300. I wish that is, I mean, I want to tell you that one, but I'm telling you something that when I tell you that one, eh? It will, it, it, it will minister to your spirits. There will not be a bouncing back of the things that I will tell you. I believe that is the greater work that God wants you to apply to yourself this year. And it's amazing that since prophet came to us at the great door, every day, all his messages, he's on the islands and every message that he sends is on prayer. Every message is on prayer. Every message is on prayer. Hallelujah. He's having prayer seminar. You know, it's so powerful. I watched the thing, and I saw just some few people there. But it's a prayer seminar, and it was a, it's all. It's not only the few people that he was talking to; he was talking to all of us. Right. Hallelujah! Amen. He was talking to all of us. Amen. Now, because Jesus Christ was a man of prayer, that is why he did he did those works. The works that he said that if you believe, you will do greater. But if you're not a person of prayer, there's nothing that will be said that will have any impact on your life. You'll be in the church for 10 years, 15 years, and nothing would have changed because you're not a person of prayer. The prayer makes you a spiritual person. The prayer makes you somebody who is attentive to the things of the Spirit. It makes you sensitive to spiritual things. Are you understanding? It always gives you a feeling or an atmosphere of the presence of God. The Bible says pray always. Pray without ceasing. Everything by prayer. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. So prayer is something that, it's not that after you've had your 15 minutes quiet time, then you forget about God to the following day. They say we should do our quiet time. Then you have obeyed. But it's something that you can be doing always. And I'm saying this year, the greater work that I want to encourage you to do is to be praying always. Are you with me? Five minutes. You've separated yourself. You've prayed. Some two minutes. You've separated yourself. You've prayed. Break time. Some ten minutes. You have prayed. You are in your car. You are praying. You see, when you do that, a lot of things will not happen to you. Because a lot of traffic that you, you drive through, people insulting people, somebody crosses you, then you insult. Hey! You see, when you, if you are sitting in your car, you are praying, and somebody crosses you, you know that God is, God is near you. You can't be insulting people when God is sitting around you. He's sitting down by by. God is the copy, and then you are insulting people. Eh? You know that story about a man who, somebody crossed him, and he, 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 had, he had to get close to the person. Then he got close to the person, he said, it was going to say Kwasi. I said, Kwa. Then he realized it was his pastor. Kwa, Kwa, pastor. <laughs> he has already insulted the person in his heart. As he was hurrying up to get close, 
to give it to the person. Pastor. Mm -hmm. But you see, if as you are driving, when the atmosphere of prayer, you know, even when a person crosses you or there's traffic, you don't be agitated. You even say to yourself, traffic will delay me to the office. At least I have more time to pray. You know, instead of fretting and insulting people on the way. So this year, I want us all to make prayer something that is key in our lives. It will change your outlook. Amen. It will make the word that is preached in church stick to your heart. It will make your heart accept the word. It will change our hearts of stone into hearts of flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. Say, so verily I say unto thee, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go to the Father. What is Jesus Christ doing at the Father? He said, he sits at the God's right hand. Making what? Making what? Even Jesus is sitting there and praying. And you are sitting here. In this heat and you are not praying. I don't know what you want. He's sitting there coolly. Because he's gone through his. Are you with me? I say he's gone through his. And he's seated at the right hand. He's just not sitting there. He's praying. Interceding. And you and I are here. We have to pray. I say we have to pray. I want this church to be a church of individuals who pray. That is Bishop Dennis's desire. That we have a denomination that prays. Amen. I say we have what? A denomination that prays. On daily basis, there should be people at the Kodes praying. When you come to this place, it's like you're at Awudome Cemetery. If you're at Awudome, you see cars going through, at least you see some light. But when you come here, it's dark. Nobody. Monday to Friday. We are starting prayer, day prayer. You know what it is? The day that you were born. Eh? Do you know when you were there you were born? Some people don't know the day they were, they were born. Some countries, they don't know. I mean, it's like it's not an issue. Like you were born on Monday. No, 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 no. It's not an, they don't know. People don't know those things. But we, we know. We even name ourselves by the name day we were born. So the day you were born, you are to come to the Kodesh and pray for two hours. What day were you born? First September. Sorry, Wednesday. So this Wednesday, you are coming here to pray. The prayer will be from six to nine, but you just come for two hours. Two hours. What is your name? Sam. Sampa. Hey. Reverend Sampa, you have a son here. Reverend Sampa, what day were you born? Ah. Reverend Sampa was born on Wednesday. So he's going to lead the Wednesday people to pray. Everybody born on Wednesday, stand up. Wow. Hey, all the bishops were born on Wednesday. Except the fair one. Powerful. So every Wednesday, all of you are going to come here. 
What is the time for the prayer? Is it seven or six? Because if you say six, people will not come. Six to eight. Eh? You are only coming to pray on your day that you were born. You can add fasting to it. I'm telling you, something will begin to change in your life. I said, something will begin to change. Hey! <laughs> people were born on Wednesday, pa. Including Roland. Are you going to come? Eh? The prayers will be in the in on on, on um, Ale Chapel courtyard. Every Wednesday, six to eight. You have to let your boss know that Wednesday is special to you. You were born on Wednesday. So by some I don't know, is it traditional or something? By some divine arrangement, eh, you are supposed to do something special. Amen? What is that? Says I'm giving them a quenchre or what? <laughs> they have a quenchre to pray. No, I'm serious. I want prayer. This place to be a house of prayer. That's what God says his house will be. Not house of silence. Amen? So after service, you all register. You have to register. Either you send Google something. Eh? What about all of you? Are you coming to pray on Wednesday? Are you not minding me? We are not coming to dance. We are not coming to sing. We are coming to pray. One hour for the church. One hour for ourselves. Oh, yeah. I say one hour for the church, one hour for ourselves. One, one. Pearl, are you coming? Wednesday. Is it powerful? It's not only Wednesday people. Wednesday people sit down. Tuesday people get up. Tuesday, people, get up. Very soon, you start witnessing to the day you were born, people. <laughs> Tuesday, powerful. Yes. Who will be your leader? They say you lead at uh, uh, Tuesday. We are coming to okay. Tuesday we have Tuesday service. So what time would they pray? No. So what day will you pray? I am talking to you. What time is what time is message? The message is what? Eight o'clock? Eight thirty. Yes. So six to eight. Six to eight. You come. Let us Yes. Six to eight. I mean we pray before the service. What do you say? Yes. But they will come six to eight. Then eight o'clock, you enter the service or you go home. <laughs> if you don't have plans to come. Six to eight. 
every day six to eight. My sister, what is your name? Millicent. Are you still on Spinters? Yes. Me too, I, I stay behind Spinters. So you are coming. Were you not born on Tuesday? Don't you want it to be good for you? For it to be well with you? Yes. Come, you pray one hour for the church, one hour for yourself. One, one. Hallelujah. Monday, people. Some people, by the time I finish, you have not stood up. I don't know. I'm looking at some people. I say what? I am looking at some people. If by the time I finish, you have not stood up, I'm coming directly to you. Also, be watching people around you. Be watching them. I'm coming to ask somebody when, what day he was born. She's there. I saw somebody here. Uh-huh. What day were you born? Eh? Sunday, just like me. What day were you born? I'm only asking those who have beard. What day were you born? <laughs> eh? Saturday. So what day is this? Monday. Monday. Look, you'll, you'll be amazed. Now when we are giving testimonies, listen, to, listen very carefully. After one month when we are giving testimony, you'll measure the day you were born before you continue the testimony. You may, I'm, I am I'm Elizabeth Ahim, a man they born. And then you, my testimony is. <laughs> because you'll be amazed at the testimony that will begin to flow in the church. Are you the leader? Are you? Reverend who? Reverend John is the leader of the Monday Bonds. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sit down. Thursday Bonds. I mean, those are the back. They were not born or what? Just <laughs> no, seriously. Some people were not born. Okay, I'm kind of, as we go on, we'll see. Thursday bonds. Don't mind them. Don't mind them. What day is it? Thursday bonds. Thursday. How many of you go to for fellowship meeting? Those standing. Most of them don't go. I say most of them don't do what? They don't go. So, Thursday bonds, your leader is Reverend Wallace. For those who go for fellowship meetings. Eh? Yes? Okay. Pastor Michael. Because Reverend Wallace is very busy. I mean, not that you're also very busy, I know. But I mean, <laughs> he has a whole region. So you are in charge of Thursday bond. Now, if you are not able, if you go, if you are a fellowship person, you go for fellowship every, if I go around, most of them don't go for fellowship. Those standing, if you go, go for fellowship, lift your hand. Can you see? One, two, three, four. 
five, six. I'm serious. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. All those standing, eighteen, nine, twenty. All those standing, twenty people go for fellowship, but most of them don't go. You don't go, Abby. Uh -huh. You don't go. You don't even know what it is. You don't go. You don't go. You are in school. Whatever we are praying. Amen? We are praying. So if the leader goes for fellowship, get somebody. Even if five people come, where two or three are gathered, we are praying. Friday bonds. Friday bonds. Hey. I'm going to choose a powerful leader. <laughs> Friday bonds. <laughs> so who are you choosing? Help your lover's wife. Lady Pastor Irene. You see how the dancing stars are clapping. Sit down. Saturday. Saturday. Have you stood up already? Have you stood up? Has this guy stood up? You have not stood up. When were you born? Eh? <laughs> a lot of people have not stood up. They are not mean they were born on Sundays. Have you stood up? And you? And you? And you? And you? You stood up already. For which day? Wow. So what day is this? Saturday. There are a lot of people here. All oh, those in the corner here, they, 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 they've not gotten up. You are, I'm watching you. Look. The Bible says that we shouldn't be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, we should make our request known unto God. Amen. I said amen. And after you've done that, you begin to experience, next verse, the peace of God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding. You know something about this scripture? By understanding, you shouldn't have peace. Are you with me? By understanding, you shouldn't have peace. Because they made a list of people they are going to make redundant, and somebody told your name is inside. You shouldn't have peace. Why should you have peace? Because it's not been easy in the house. Your husband doesn't mind you. You say he doesn't care. Meanwhile, carrying small, small. You say he doesn't give you peck. You have really advanced. He has not even seen his father holding his mother's hand before. And you are looking for peck. Hey, you are born on Saturday. 
Is this something that, that has stood up? <laughs> Forgive you. <laughs> BM. <laughs> lady, uh, I said lady, Episcopal sister. Ebuna. Oh, the leader. <laughs> we'll choose the leader. Who is the leader for Saturday? Six to eight, Reverend Benque. Lift your hand and say amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Is it working? Amen. Sit down. Now Sunday. If somebody is by you has not gotten up already, lift your hand and appoint the person. Have they all gotten up? Have you all gotten up already? What day? When when, when Thursday? What is when Thursday? What is when? What day did you get up? You see, you have not gotten up. Did you get up? What day? When Thursday? What is that? That's over there. Isaac. Isaac said, when it is day. It's a new day of the month, of the week. Have you all gotten up? I know you are from school, but you should have gotten up. So that in your school, you also gather and pray. Which school are you from? Eh? GovTech. What is GovTech? GTTC. What is it? Oh, Ghana is that Kogulim Day? Kanishi where? Someone said Kanishi, someone said Dansuma. You don't know where your school is? Around Pamprum. Yeah. You are the people who are going to make cars in Ghana. Say amen. But before you make cars, you start making wheelbarrow. No, we are importing wheelbarrow and we are making powerful wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow that moves on its own. By, by remote control. Hallelujah. So Sunday, are you listening? I'm not joking, no. I'm not joking at all. Sunday, what time are we praying? Huh? I said, Sunday, what time are we praying? Why four to six? Everybody is praying, praying six to eight. Why should we? Huh? And they will come and pray. But they also went to work during the week, weekday and they came to pray. You are not born, you are not born on Sunday. Um, Sister Irene, what time should we come and pray? Eh? Oh. In the morning, church starts at 7, oh. means that you come at 5. No. What time are we praying? Everybody is praying, Sister Wade. If you are serious and you want things in your life to begin to change, I'm telling you. Because there are a lot of things in our lives that will never change until we give ourselves to prayer. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Have you stood up already? What day? Eh? Tuesday. You are yawning. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm telling you. When 
I wanted to travel to go and study, I, I, I prayed for two years. And everything I said to God, God did it to the letter. To the letter, I'm telling you. To the letter. Oh. I said, help me. <laughs> I didn't pray for marriage. So I don't like that. <laughs> I said, God, help. Listen very carefully. I said, God, help me to go to the UK. Let me finish my course in a record time and bring me back to Ghana. These were the three points. For two years. Yes, record time. Record time. And I finished in a record time. I used to go to the swamp beach to go and pray. You know, when you're praying, the beach is very difficult. Because the sound of the waves, you can't hear yourself. That's why I used to go to preach and to pray. And God did exactly that. 1992, when young men were going abroad, I was coming to Ghana. Because of prayer. People said, this guy, we know he will come back soon. Did you know that it was prayer? I've never seen some before. The way God did it. I've never seen some before. Though I was praying, I didn't know it can happen like that. Prayer. One prayer I've been praying. That Lord, let me marry somebody who will keep me in ministry. At that time, not like we were doing, we were just students traveling to do evangelism. And I don't know why I was even praying such a prayer. I never had even ministry in mind. It was not on my mind at all. But that was the prayer I was praying. I didn't even know what I was praying about. It was my wife who brought me to this church. So as for prayer, many of us offering. I said, Momo, Momo. And many of us, our lives are just going straight or going downwards. We don't know what. You see, it's so difficult to make it in the country that we live in. It's not easy to make it. And you are not praying. As you are in university, there are so many graduates who are driving Uber and doing various things. And you are not praying. But prayer will change everything for you. I say prayer will change everything for you. So as we give ourselves to prayer, I'm telling you, that's what the disciples said. He said, we will not serve tables. We want to give ourselves to prayer and to the word. So as we begin to pray, you are praying for church, you are praying for yourself. Because seek first the kingdom of God, so you are praying for church. So after you are praying for church, the second hour, you are praying for ourselves. And those who lead the prayer, when they come, don't talk too, don't talk too much. Because people came to pray. Give the topic a scripture, five minutes encouragement, then prayer. And you begin to see how things will begin to happen in your life. Clap your hands for Jesus. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 2, as I close. You see, the title is Attend Greater Works. So far, you have not healed anybody with. Uh, uh, you have not healed a leper or any sick person. You know, so your greater work, no. It starts from the basis. It starts from where the one who has done that great work, where he, starts from, he started from. Remember? The Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness. 40 days and 40 nights. 
You think he was sleeping in the wilderness? He was praying. He was waiting on the Lord. Hallelujah. You need to have interaction with the Lord every day. I said what? Every day. Put the scripture back on Ephesians chapter 2. And we are ending. It said, you have he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of the flesh. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us. Even when we're dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace, he has saved. And has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places. In what? In heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We are seated with him. So what he's doing is what we should also be doing. The Bible says he's seated at God's right and making intercession. So if we are seated with him, we should also be doing what he is doing. Amen? Continue on the scripture. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. Say, for by grace ye are saved through faith, and that not of ourselves, it is the gift of God. God has given us a gift. Salvation is a gift. Amen? I said salvation is a gift. And that gift is not just to us alone. Next verse. It said, not of works, lest any man should boast. Then verse 10. It said, for we are all our salvation. All the things that Paul was saying to the church. By grace, our salvation, we are seated with Christ. It's ending up in his saying to us that we are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus. Unto what? Good works. This year you are going to do good works. I said this year you are going to do good works. And the good works starts with prayer. Prayer is work. That's why when you come to pray, you sweat. Charlie, you spend time. What are the characteristics of work? You spend what? Time. What else? Repetitive. Work is repetitive. Yes, so and that's why every Wednesday or every Tuesday it becomes repetitive. When you go to farm milk work, they are producing yogurt every day. Repetitive. They, they, they're not stopped. I've, I've worked there before as a, as a student. Since that time, they have not stopped. Years ago, hmm, about 20 years ago, they are still, in fact, over 30 or 40 years ago, they are still doing the same thing always. The same thing always. Repetitive. Hallelujah. What other classes of work? Energy. What else? Time. Money. You have to take car and come and pray. It's money. Hallelujah. Put the scripture back as I close. For we are his workmanship. And I'm saying the work starts with prayer. Amen. The work starts with what? 
I say it starts with what? I can't hear you. It starts with prayer. Jesus Christ started his ministry with prayer. Created in Christ Jesus. Unto good works. Which God had before ordained. So God has purposed you and I to pray. He has purposed before creation. Hmm? You see, it's not like you have come here and I'm telling you something new. God has already planned it. Are you with me? So I'm just bringing it to your attention, reminding you what already you've been planned to do. There are some people who are born into a royal family. So you are born into it. Not that somebody makes you or you become, but you are. And you, by being born again, you are. They say God has what? Ordained that we should walk in the good works. Hallelujah. Amen. God has already, God, Bible says God has predestinated us to be conformed to the image of Jesus. To be conformed to his image. To be conformed to his image. It's just that we have to work, go to work at Kolebu, go to work at GBC, you know, just to make a living. But when that is all that we do, then we missed it. We missed it, Kara. We are his workmanship. All the salvation, all the dying on the cross, all the redemption, all of that is because there is a purpose. We are his workmanship. Created not through Mr. and Mrs. Sosu or Mr. and Mrs. Obobi, but created in Christ Jesus. Mr. and Mrs. Obobi were just privileged to have you come through them but created in Christ Jesus. Not unto a um, consultant or to unto what course did you do? Or unto international trade? Unto engineering? Electrical engineering? Unto doctor? No, 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 no. Doctor, engineering, all those things are just meant to make you comfortable here, to be able to do what you were actually created for. Are you with me? Nobody brings a house up to the house, the house will tell you what he or she wants to do. No. You brought the person for a purpose. Maybe you like to cook your own food. And this house has come as for me, this cooking I like. I don't like washing or, I mean, washing people's dirty clothes, no. If, you know, it's cooking. You want to cook your own food. It's only you and your husband. Your children have gone. You don't want any house to come and cook for your husband. You want to cook. And the person is insisting on to cook. So those of us who are insisting on what we want to do. Last scripture. As we close. Proverbs chapter 23. Verse 4 and 5. It says, labor not to be rich. God did not save us to be rich. As for riches, it's something that he asked for our lives. Cease from thine own wisdom. We shouldn't live by our own wisdom. But we should live by the wisdom of God. My wife showed me something yesterday. A woman, says a pastor, started church, said it's Labadi Beach or something. She was saying some very wild things. 
Because he's inviting people to the church. That before you marry a man, you have to... You know her already? You saw, she was on TV. What TV is that? GTB. Wow. Somebody has told me something before in Nigeria. She, beloved, that we were discussing, you know. Then she began to laugh. We didn't understand why she was laughing. The beloved is in London. And then she said she's traveling to go and visit. So I was warning, I was advising her, you know, don't go and. Then she was laughing. She said she wants to test the beloved. What do you want to test? In fact, she was advised that when you go, make sure you weigh. It says you go to a sauna. You go to, you know, do you know a sauna? How I'm sweating. That's why you sweat in the sauna. Since you go to a sauna and you know try and you know wait. I said, why? If you wait, the person catch you. What will you do? But not knowing these are the things that are being advice are being given in Christendom. This advice being given, yes. Advice that has no biblical basis. A pastor is preaching it very, very confidently. Confidently. So we've missed our focus. Are you with me? I said we've missed our focus. When we are advising people, abstain from these things. Pastor is saying you have to go and weigh things. See, you see some guys, they are very macho. Very, very big and macho. So you think maybe they are also powerful. <laughs> he was saying this on TV. I just said it. I said it to you. I said because she's carried that's my counseling and things, beloved counseling. So you see, guys are very powerful, you know. So you think that they are also powerful. But you marry them, you realize that teaspoon. <laughs> and this person is talking confidently in church on TV. It's a pastor showing you where his church is. Church. There are people who say that we pray too much. Everything we are praying. Don't mind them. They are demons. Amen. People who say, oh, our Christians are always praying. What should you do? There they were reading statistics of healing. People exposed to prayer and worship. Statistics of how, uh, you know, people said people get their healing earlier or better. Are you with me? Everything by prayer. I said everything by prayer. Somebody proposes to you, you are looking for your friend to tell your friend so you laugh about it. You won't talk to God. I said you will not talk to God. You should not pray before you go and propose. You will not pray and wait on the Lord. Just going about and looking at people. I mean, when you tell people, I have somebody for you, you say, I want to see. What do you want to see? I say, what do you want to see? The hips, the tips, and the lips. Moi, bomodam. Messi, moi, bomodam. Church, everything by prayer. 
I say everything by prayer. Nothing without prayer. Shall we rise on our feet? I, I want to be more like you. Jesus, I, I want to be more like I wanna be more like Jesus. I wanna be a vessel you went through. something great for God. You want to do something that you have not been doing for God, for the kingdom and for God. I want to pray for you. If you are here like that, this year you want to do something extra. There are several times that we purpose in our hearts to do, but we don't do. The Bible says that it is God who is at work in us. Both to will and to do. Maybe you are willing now, but it's God who will cause you to do. You want to say, Pastor, I want you to pray for me because the thing that I am willing, the thing that I am purposing to do, I really want to do it. I want you to come forward right now, quickly. Come forward quickly, quickly. I want to be more
Exodus 35 and 36. In 35, 21, it says, And they came, everyone whose heart stirred him up, and everyone whom the, his spirit made willing. Everyone who the Lord did what? Stirred him up. And everyone who his spirit made him what? Willing. God is putting a willing spirit in your heart right now. I say God is putting a willing spirit in your heart right now. And in verse 36 too, it says, And Moses called Bezaliel and Ohliam, and every wise-hearted man in whose heart the Lord had put wisdom. God is putting wisdom in your heart. I say God is putting wisdom in your heart. Receive it now. I said receive it now. In the name of Jesus. He said in whom, in whose heart the Lord had put wisdom. And everyone whose heart stirred him up to come unto the work to do it. Hallelujah. Lift your hands. Yes. Lord, a willing spirit. A stirred up spirit. Receive it right now. A stirred up spirit. Receive it right now. A stirred up spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Mandola Masantakaba. Receive it now. Receive a stirred up spirit now. Receive a stirred up spirit. Yes. A stirred up spirit. Oh, what a year. What a year for you. A stirred up spirit. Landa Bashakatanababa.
Receive a stirring. I say, receive a stirring. I say, receive a stirring. 
in the name of Jesus there is an exchange God is giving you soft hearts he's replacing your heart of stone with the heart of flesh receive it now receive it now in the name of Jesus a new heart I give unto you thank you Jesus oh labra santa kabaya Yes. Yes. Well, I remove the heart of stone and give you heart of flesh. Receive it now. The heart of flesh now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. Yes. Receive it now. Yes. Yes. Receive it now. Receive it now. Yes.
eye closed. Thank you, Lord. This morning, I want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my heart to Jesus. But I want to surrender my whole life to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be a new person. I want to be a new man. I want to be born again. Pastor, pray with me. Wherever you are. Maybe today is your first time or maybe you've been coming. But you know that you have not surrendered your life to Jesus. By the life that you live, you know it. But this afternoon is your chance. This afternoon is your chance. Pastor, pray with me. Wherever you are, I want you to just lift your right hand and say, Pastor, pray with me. Today, I want to surrender to Jesus. God bless you. Lift it very high. I want to see where I am. God bless you. Pastor, I want you to pray with me. Today, I want to surrender to Jesus. Lift it very high. God bless you. God bless you. You have lifted your hand. I want you to do one more thing. Just leave wherever you are. Take your Bible, everything, and come to me right now. Just come to me.
only leading you in prayer. The Bible says that with your heart, you believe unto righteousness. But then with your mouth, you confess unto salvation. You want to confess unto salvation. Lift your two hands and pray this prayer after me. But make it your own prayer. It's at a very important moment. And I want you, don't want you to take it for granted. Don't be talking to your friend. Don't be looking for your Bible. Don't be disturbed by your friend. Just lift your hands to the Lord. It's a very, very important moment that you are praying to God. I am leading you. Say, Heavenly Father. Pray it aloud. Say, Heavenly Father. I thank you for Jesus who died for me. This afternoon, I come to you and I ask you to please forgive me of all my sins and wash me in the blood of Jesus. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Please wash away all my sins all the bad things that I've done. Please wash them away in the blood of Jesus. Please write my name in the book of life so that one day, one day when I die, I will be with you. Please help me to be a good Christian, to be a strong Christian. Please help me Come to church every Sunday. Please help me to serve you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Say thank you, Heavenly Father, for saving me. Thank you. In Jesus' name. God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church, Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light on.